Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our fearless beer review. Then we get into our vinyl stuff, stuff we've listened to, stuff we've picked up this week. And that leads into the songs of the week. And then we wrap it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. And if you didn't already know, my name is Tyler. And way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, because I know you got nothing better to do, go follow us on all the social medias. Uh, We're at Asinine Radio on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. On Facebook. And uh, we have a Discord server. If you want to join that, hit us up. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number you can call. You can leave us a voicemail. You can uh, shoot us a text. Phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And uh, that's it for the boring intro. So let's jump right into our fearless boring. beer review. What do you got? Go. I have Asahi. Oh, I have an Asahi. No, I have a Sapporo. Oh, do you really? Well, actually in my fridge. Oh. That would have been weird. That would have been really fucking weird. <laughs> okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, I uh, I don't think I've ever I've ever I've had this before. I don't think I've ever uh, checked it in to to what do you what we what's the thing we use? Untapped. Untapped. Jesus Untapped. Christ. Good God. This is a tough pot already. Starting great already. Yeah. Yeah. So I have an Asahi. Um, I don't know. This is yeah, I, I I don't even know who fucking brews this, but I'm sure it's probably not some <laughs> Japanese owned. Brewery. I probably should look this up, but I don't know. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's probably. I think it's Inbev. Inbev probably does. Do it is. It is Asahi Breweries Limited, and that limited. they are based out of Japan. So I guess it is a. Uh, I guess it is a fucking Japanese. Um, I don't know, distribution, beer thing words. Yeah, that's words what are I, hard, right? That, that's what. That's what I have. Asahi. <laughs> <laughs> What's the ABV like? Four percent. Four and a half. I don't know, it's all in Japanese. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Some of it is though. It's not even. It's 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 eleven point two ounces, and it's a can the oh. same size as like a Budweiser. You know, like Coors Light, a little bit skinnier, off. a little taller. Like the middle Michelob Ultras are really skinny. There's no ABV on this at all. I thought that was like a law that you had. Oh yeah, there it is. Five point two. Oh okay, a little bit stronger than I thought. Yeah, this is weird. So it's it's a Japanese brewery, but it's it's. It's packaged in Italy. It's packaged in Rome, by by Peroni, Weird. by whoever owns Peroni is the one that's packaging it in Rome, and then imported by Asahi Beer to Torrance, California. Hmm. Very weird. Yeah, a lot, a lot of but moving then it parts says, here. Wait, uh, it says that Asahi Breweries owns Peroni. <laughs> None of this makes sense. Yeah, so I'm looking at I'm looking at yeah, this Sa- here too. Okay, so Peroni was bought by Sab Miller by the Japanese brewing giant Asahi in 2016. So Asahi, I guess, is its own entity. Yeah. Wow. Shit. I, I didn't know that. Huh. Very weird. The cool or buildings I guess Asahi, too. I guess Asahi owns uh, Miller, Miller like MGD and stuff. What? Wow. Yeah, because it says 
Peroni and Grosch, Grosch brand sold by AB InBev to Asahi. I don't There's a lot of information on this shit. It all seems super sketchy, huh? Like, with this much information yeah. on, on the sale of one company, it, it, this looks like somebody's <laughs> trying to hide something. But then in 2019, it says Miller Coors introduces new bottle design for Peroni, Nastro, whatever. That was in 2019. So, does Asa- I guess Asahi might own Miller. Hmm. Weird. I, I, it's all, I don't understand it. But, uh, but yeah, anyway. That's, yeah, that's 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 what I have. So I just Googled like who owns Asahi, and that is Asahi Group Holdings owns Asahi. It's yeah, I, I put in I put who owns Peroni, and the first thing that comes up is Asahi Breweries. But this one right Osaka, here, Japan. This uh, yeah. this this one right here. Asahi, according to this one Google article that I read in in five seconds, this is Japan's most popular beer. This Asahi Super Dry beer. Okay, there you go then. I had no idea it was that big of a brand. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty cool. Well, I guess it's kind of cool. Interesting, let's just say that. Interesting, okay, that's fair. Yes, that is fair. Yeah, All right, so I have uh, I have a beer from a brewery called Bell's Brewery. I've never, ha- I've never heard of this brewery before. I've never heard of this beer before. Uh, this brewery is located in Michigan, in the fine state of Michigan here in the United States. This beer is called Two-Hearted Ale. Has a fish on it. It's very. I just bought it because it's just kind of tacky. It doesn't look appetizing. <laughs> There's a very realistic picture of a fish on it, and uh, it's it's silver and orange. It's a silver and orange can, so not very nice or appealing, you know, look or style at all. So that's why I bought it, just because it's straight up ugly and it sounds gross. Two hearted ale. It's just nothing about this sounds good, and uh, it's an IPA, an American IPA, so. Uh, seven seven percent, and uh, yeah, I have no idea what to expect from this. That'll probably just taste like a decent IPA. But we uh, <clears throat> that's from Bell's, right? Bell's uh, Bell's, Bell's Brewery. Yeah, that's in that's in. I don't know. We had that at Vero's. We had that, oh, that Bell's okay. Tour de Dale. Um, I've had it before. Mm, okay. So it says that it was it was added to Beer Advocate in two thousand one, December two thousand one. So it's been around for quite a quite a while now. Yeah, it's been a minute. I just can't believe been a minute. Beer Advocate's been around for that long. That's crazy. Beer Advocate's old school, dude. Yeah, that's true. Don't All right, so let's. Uh, you ready to drink? Yeah, I haven't opened it yet. Let's. let's uh... All right. So are you gonna pour? Are you just gonna drink it? What are you gonna I'm do? Gonna oh God! Did it explode? <laughs> Everywhere. Terrible. Did it really? Uh, it, it definitely like overflowed. Ugh, this fucking guy. Fucking here we go. That's fun. This is this here we go. Is great. Here we go. Here we go. While I, yeah, no, drink it while I clean up this fucking mess. Oh, you're still cleaning up. Jesus Christ. Luckily, because because of allergies and things like this, I have just a roll. I always have a full roll of toilet paper. God damn, fucking asshole. Why do you, what are you doing? Why are you doing the things that you do? All right, I'm ready. You ready? Okay, here we go. Tastes like shit now. All right. Ooh, let's get tinked. There we go. There we go. That is. Ooh. That is. That's not what I was expecting. All right. What do you think of your Asahi? Yeah, that's that's pretty dry. That's pretty dry. <laughs> it's I mean it's it's fine. Honestly. It's good. Like, it's, Asahi's it's, good. It's good. It it's not something that, that I would I'm gonna buy every time I go to the grocery store. It's not cheap. It's it's not 
nostalgic. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. It's not like Michelob Ultra cheap or anything. It's it used to. It used to. It used to be able to get like a f- six pack for like four bucks. What? When did you six pack for four bucks? The liquor store. The liquor store over near me. They used you to get sell any six pack, pack for, for like four bucks. bucks. Oh, they used to. I think you're thinking that 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 Kaguama turtle beer, that El Salvador Mm-mm. shit. Mm-mm. I don't know, four dollars for a six beer. pack. That's probably expired beer, bro. Nah. Nah, no, even, no. even like liquor even stores like don't Bud sell Light's expired not, beer. What are you talking about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> even Bud Light's not four dollars for a six pack. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. this this is fine. A little bit of sugar, not much. Dry, not a ton of flavor. It's a good beer. Okay, so we have a our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So, what would you give your Asahi? Uh, I do like. I do too. I'll bite again. Okay, that's fair. All right, my Not two-hearted. Often. I feel like I only drink asahi when I go to a, a sushi restaurant. That's the only time I ever order it, because that's like the only, the only beer they ever really have, or maybe a Sapporo. But yeah, that's the only time I ever drink it. But you don't even go to sushi res- sushi restaurants, so you don't really come across it that often. I do not. Oh boy. So my two hearted ale, um, this one is very malty. It's not hoppy at all. It's syrupy, but it's not, it's not a bad syrupy. Like normally I don't like this kind of syrupy, but it tastes kind of well balanced and it's, it's good. It's pretty good. Okay. Yeah. This is, this is a decent, good malty heavy. This is a heavy IPA. Definitely a heavy IPA. I wouldn't want to drink more than two of these ever because that's just i'm not 21 22 years old anymore i just don't care <laughs> to be that cool this but um, <laughs> but with that i'll give this a solid two out of three i'd go back to this but i'm never going to really search it out but it's a good it's good good enjoyable beer right here two-hearted ale from bell's brewery michigan especially in michigan especially in, that's a good song uh, okay, so did Raul leave a review for, your, for yours? Of course he did. Of course Ooh, he did. what do we got? I, I got a review too from him. So. so he says, like the indomitable snowman in the Andes, Asahi needs to be ice cold. And let me tell you, mine is ice cold. What the fuck is this? Now that fucking ad popped up in the middle of my reading of Raul's thing. Oh, wonderful. Flavor? Still a bit Windexy, but like Gary Payton in the fourth quarter, it ain't that bad. <laughs> That's short and sweet for him. Weird, Short and sweet. Weird, uh, when, weird basketball throw out there. When was it? When did he re- review it? This was uh, where's this? Say? Oh, 2018. See, That's fairly new. So Raul has to be. Raul's definitely a little bit older because Gary Payton played for the Lakers very briefly, and that was like when we were in high school. Yeah, and in like 2004, 2005, when when Payton was on the team. Yeah, so I, I like Raul has to be just a little bit older than us. I think so too, and to make a Gary Payton reference is weird. He could be older too; like he could go back to the Supersonics, you know, because it's really where Payton really made his career. Like we we really then. know, we don't know, but like we're pretty firm that he's from California, specifically Southern California, and then even more specifically, I think either L.A. or San Diego. You think it could be San Diego? I think Orange no, County, I think it's LA. Orange County. Okay. I think it's Orange County, and another reason why I think that is because he's reviewed a few, uh, several uh, Brewery X beers that I brought to the pod, and you're really not going to go to Brewery X unless you live in Orange County. That's true. I mean, I don't know if they distribute 
to that far south or into LA, but that's another reason why I think. And also, he he mentions Huntington Beach a lot, so he's got to be OC. Got to be I, OC. I think he's on the fringe. I, I think he's one of them like like La Habra folks or like like La Salle, <laughs> like one of those people that are yeah. on the fringe of Orange County and pretend like they're from Orange County but are really in LA County. I think I think okay, that's weird. I just I just don't think he's from Orange County. After last week's thing about the whole. I don't remember what it was. That's the Stepford Wives of Orange County, Sexy Housewives, Stepford. But see, that's why I think he's from South OC, like maybe a border South OC, like San Clemente, Mission Viejo, something like that. San Juan Capistrano, maybe. There wasn't. That's enough, my. That's th- my. There I wasn't thought. enough like like jokiness in the tone of the review for me to think that. Okay, so you're gonna say La Habra, La Habra, Los Sal, maybe Seal Beach. He could be Cerritos. I think he, he Cerritos, he's yeah, in okay. any bordering city of Orange County. I think that's where he's from. Okay. And I, and I think he's probably, I don't think he's 40, so I think he's late 30s. I'd say 41, 42. That's, that's my guess. Okay. I think he's just okay. a little bit older than us, around five years older than us. Because it's the Gary Payton reference that I think that, because you're not going to throw out Gary Payton unless you're a little bit older than us. Well, I think that has to do with the Lakers. I don't think, I mean... If, no, because Gary Payton wasn't known for the, the his Lakers tenure. He was no, known for the right. Sonics. For sure. But if if he's referencing the Supersonics, either he's a massive basketball fan, which we haven't heard him talk about basketball a lot, yeah. which doesn't mean anything really. But, I mean, <laughs> you throw out references to what you're, what you're used to, what you know. And if he's talking about Gary Payton, and we have a firm belief that he's from California, I, I have to assume that he's talking about his tenure with the Lakers, which was when we were in high school around that 2004, 2005 era, like you said. And yeah. that would mean either he was really into basketball and he's our age, or he's a little bit above us and he discovered alcohol and could drink at bars and stuff, which would make him like late thirties. Okay. That's all right. I'm rolling I, with might it. be right because my review, he, he does, he does reference something that was closer to our age range. I feel like somebody would bring up an our age range. There you go. Than older or younger. So this is what he said about my beer. Uh, like Paul Newman in a chain gang, Raul digs this. And you should have seen Raul's face when he first saw this thing in the cooler of his local SoCal liquor store. It was the first time he saw Kim Kardashian's booty in HD. Boing. Not the type of IPA that Raulski is used to, but pretty solid down the line damn thing is beautiful because it is so light but still hauntingly seductive Raul does this Raul does this well and good note the beer that he drank was from 226 2013 and when he drank the beer it was 5 2 13 so three months later yeah Raul can only fantasize about what could be that's what he said <laughs> so we do know he's from socal we have confirmed this he is socal the kardashian thing you know the sex tape kardashian thing that is very much of our era. Yes. You know, you had to have been within probably ages 30, like right now you have to be like maybe 32 to 37 ish. So he might be closer in age than we're thinking. I'm, I'm thinking late thirties. I'm thinking okay. late thirties. Yeah. Cause the Gary Payton thing puts him a little bit older. So for, he, he might he's for sure older than us. He's for sure older than us. There's no way he's younger. No way. So, and him saying he's from SoCal. I feel like if you're saying you're from SoCal, you're not going to say you're not going to say that if you're from South Orange County. You're going to say that if you're from Huntington, if you're from no. Anaheim. Santa you say Anna. you're from SoCal if you're not from Orange County, because people from Orange County say I'm from Orange County. 
If you're from L.A. Or, or No, if you're from San Diego, you say you're from San Diego. Any part of San Diego County, you would say you're from San Diego. No, you're Any right. Any part you're of right Orange County, you would say you're from Orange County. If you're from L.A., but you want to pretend like you're from Orange County, you say you're from SoCal. <laughs> Fuck that. I like how we've, we've, we're trying to build this like whole story with Raul. Never even really talked to the guy ever. No. And anybody listening has anybody who doesn't live in Southern California has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. Either. Absolutely. And then once we get like a good a good basis on who we think he is, I want to message him and say, Here here's our here's our, <laughs> our, our, our rap sheet of who we think you are as a person. How close is this? And he'll either block me or laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, Roll. Those are good reviews. So let's move on to um what am I? What are we doing? Oh, we're doing vinyl. So let's move on to the vinyl stuff. Stuff we've listened to, stuff we picked up, and uh, then that'll lead into, the, lead into the songs of the week. So what do you got, Jeff? Go. I uh, I went to a record show. So I bought a lot of records. I didn't get through a lot of backlog this week. So uh, just a couple things here. Radiohead in Rainbows, their seventh album for two thousand seven. I think this is kind of like an overlooked album in the discography. <laughs> There's yeah. a whole thing with like Kid A and Amnesia, and like these are these are things that are hot topics right now because of that repressing vinyl, the Kid A Amnesiac thing, and then obviously yeah. like like OK Computer's huge, <clears throat> so OK Rainbows kind of gets like thrown to the side, but it's fucking so good. It is a fantastic album, and they don't really have like a bad album aside from like Pablo Honey, which is kind of lame. Otherwise, mm-hmm. everything is at least like pretty good, and In Rainbows is is. Is just absolutely fantastic. I love it. It's it's got like a lot of like ambient electronic soundscapes and more more like morose vocal tones, and I I yeah. like that. I like that contrast. It's solid. Where did, where did this album sit in your rankings? Uh, this was probably I would say this is probably at least four. It may have been three. Okay, because I, I just looked it up in my rankings. I think you I like it, this one too. Yeah, I put it at number two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything about this record though, but no, I, I did. That's okay. I did put That's this right. number two. Maybe but, I'll, I kind of. But you listened to the song. It. But you listened to the song, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. And you enjoyed it. I like the electronic kind of ambience. You know, they, that's what they do well. They do the electronic thing well. But sometimes it gets a little tired. But uh, but yeah, it was a good song. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed well, this record's only twenty minutes. So you should listen to it. Is it only no? It's not only. Nah, it's like minutes. forty minutes. <laughs> you fucking idiot! They're gonna try no to trick me with like killers did. That yeah. what a mouth record is, but that's true. That's true. Great record. Um, yeah. The next thing is lit a place in the sun. This was a. The, I did the, not know you got this. A white repressing. It's on the bright white vinyl. Looks nice. Yeah, it was. Dude, it was twenty bucks, and this was one of those 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 buys that I bought, and I was like, okay, at least the two songs that I know are strong. Like they're mm-hmm. good, they're great. I like them a lot. If this record sucks, I'm only out twenty bucks, and I feel like I could flip it for for close to that anyway. So I'm not out that much money, and uh, it's pretty good. It's not it's not quite as like mind blowing as as um, Lemonade and Brownies by Sugar Ray. It was yeah, kind of yeah. like mind blowing. Like holy shit, this is way better than I ever thought it was. But this is still good. There's a lot of really pop punky songs on here of the '90s era. The song that I chose, Ziploc, which. I have not heard since this album like was in its heyday in the late nineties. And this is just straight like pop punk from this era. It's 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 catchy, it's fun. The video, which I had not seen 
besides this week, but I I've not seen until like the nineties. Yeah, this they has it has the Blink Boys and they're running naked as if it's a continuation from What's My Age again. Are you at serious? The, yeah, at the end of the video. What? Holy it, shit! This this album is not this album is not bad. Like I'm not gonna go out and convince you to buy this new for twenty dollars because I don't know if it's even worth that. But it's it's pretty good overall. This is not a bad album. This is a another. This is another pretty solid output by by a band that was kind of uh, thought of as like a one hit wonder and forgotten about. Yeah, I I had the CD when I was a kid, but I after I got it, I'd never really listened to it outside of you know the main hit. That was it. I just didn't I didn't really like it as a kid, and I never I've never revisited it since probably sixth grade. I mean, my own worst enemy. That's that's like the biggest song they have, and oh, that is absolutely. That's a well, fun so killer the, um, song, and then miserable. So is the uh, miserable, yeah, yeah, with Pam Anderson. And that's also a killer song. It's so good. Yeah, that's a good one. It is a good one. But the but but the rest of the album is is full of like good filler. That's like good the best filler. way to describe good filler. <laughs> like no tracks are skippable. Way, way to sell the record, right? But uh, yeah, and you take gambles sometimes. I took a gamble. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. When my collection gets too full again, this is probably one that I will purge. But for now, I will listen to it again. It's great. Okay, that's good. I, now I know I probably will have to definitely listen to it if I ever think about purchasing it. Yeah. I do like that it's the white variant, though. I feel like that matches the cover really well. Oh, it looks beautiful. It looks so nice. Yeah. It white sounds great, too. Good. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Okay. But yeah, but that's, uh, that's it for my, for, my, for my backlog stuff, besides my, my album of the week. My album of the week, or my song of the week, is a song, Heroin, from, from the Velvet Underground's first, first album, Velvet Underground, Nico. And yeah. I I got my hands on like a, a 68 pressing of this with pretty much like 99% of the banana intact. And the cover of, of the original pressings had a peelable banana sticker. And to find one, to find one like, like intact is just, it's, it's like finding a dinosaur. Like it's, it's just not going to happen. It's fucking unreal. And they go for so much. It's not a first pressing. So this is the East Coast second pressing. But even still, like... I bought it for a hundred bucks, and Jesus Christ! Like the cheapest on Discogs I saw is is like two hundred with a banana like that, and it's just oh if you God. get like a first pressing of this album with a banana intact, we're talking thousands, thousands. That is just so stupid. But it's like, uh, what, what is what is so cool about this? Aside from the music, which I love, but what's mm-hmm. cool about this is this this, and I was thinking about it too in my mind. I was thinking about it like that. Uh, uh, Sticky fingers by by the Rolling Stones with a zipper on the front. These are, these yeah, are, yeah. these are like bridging the gap between art and music and making them into one. And I think this cover is 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 one of the greatest of all times because it is it is bridging the gap between art and music and making them into one. More people can can enjoy this as art and more people can enjoy this as music and come together for the common denominator of this album. I think that's cool. That's something that we just don't see almost like ever aside from a handful of albums of all time. True. True. It's interactive. It's, I don't know, man, it's cool. It, it's a cool piece of history. I'm super glad I have it. I am glad I paid for it. And it's, in, it sounds great too. It's, it has like a couple pops here and there, but otherwise it's, it's, it plays quiet. Solid copy. Yeah. All things considered, it's, you know, fucking 50 years old. Yeah, exactly. 55 years fucking, old. Like, I just cannot believe that the banana is like completely intact. Like I've never, I've never yeah, seen that's, one that's in real life this old with the complete banana intact. I've seen like parts of the banana. I've seen the banana 
in the sleeve, but it was been it's been peeled, but somebody kept the banana. I've seen that. I've never seen it like still intact. <laughs> and wait, where'd you you got this from the record show? No, like, for a friend or of mine from... bought it because he thought it was an early pressing, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. And then instead of returning it, he just sold it to me at cost because he, he knows I've been looking for one, and I'm not ready to shell out like a thousand yet. But I'm ready to shell. <laughs> I like hope not. <laughs> you pay a thousand for this, but not spend two fifty for dogs. That's true. Fuck out of here. That is true. So yeah, the song I chose is heroin. Heroin. Okay, so let's play a little bit of heroin from uh, the Velvet Undergrounds. go heroin from the velvet the velvet underground and nico i don't i don't get it man i don't get this fucking record it's it's just so silly not not their best not their best but it's their uh, worst it's not their worst that's just it that's is their silly worst. maybe i ranked it their second worst i think but you yeah, ranked this their worst did i might have yeah i think it does, i think it you doesn't did. surprise me oh you, you know what's this, funny what? What? No, we we got. I was gonna say last week, with. last week you made some stupid ass comment where you said, "Oh yeah, you never every every time we do an album, you always rank it like you're number one," and I say I called bullshit on that because it is fucking bullshit, and this is a great example of that. We didn't do this album. Yes, we did. No, we didn't. We did their self titled. Oh, you're right. We did do the self titled huh? asshole piece shit. <laughs> You're right. No, you're right. And the, only, <laughs> and the only reason why we did the self-title is because I hated this record so much. Because we were originally no, going to do this record. We yes, were going to we do. Were, we were going to do White Light, White Heat because I thought that because that one was like more aggressive, oh, kind yeah. of like punk okay. sounding. And I thought you would like that more. And then you ended up not liking that one at all. But then you end up liking Squeeze, which is their last album, which is not even like a. It's a fucking Doug Yule album essentially. It's not even. Like, I, ra- I rank that my number two though. 
I know it was annoying, but I think you, I think our album of the week, the Velvet Underground, the Velvet Underground. I think that was your favorite. It was my that was your favorite. Yeah. Okay, You're thank right. God. So yeah, my 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 stance holds true. No, there there are other records that we've done. There's no fucking way this week that that our album of the week is your number one. There's no way. There's no way. Well, there's that. So there we yeah. go. There's one example right there. I'm not going to spoil anything else, but uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, I just I don't I don't get why people like this record. This is like bad Bob Dylan. Ooh. Bad Bob Dylan. That's there's what so is. many things wrong. With and Bob like Dylan's your, already your not good. Here. Bob Dylan's already not good. Bob Dole. This this I love this song. I think it's amazing. Seven minutes. It's just a gradual buildup. Oh it's just two chords, dude. This entire song is two fucking chords, and they just, they build, they build the sound, they, they they build a tone, they build a feeling based off of just two chords, and that's just uh, I like it. I dig it. And I, I and just I love Lou Reed's voice. I think he's I think he's a fantastic singer. Very unique. As soon as you hear him sing, you know it's him. I'll sing his praises later on, actually, in the podcast. Oh God. <laughs> okay, I see. I don't. I don't mind his vocals as much as I. I think the music and the songs themselves are just terrible. His voice isn't the worst part of it by any means, but yeah, the songs. I just feel like the songs are weak. They're pretentious. They're obnoxious. Like the last two minutes of this song are just like grating to my ears. They. Just, I just. I actually turned it off. Like the oh. last minute and a half, I'm like, I can't do this. This is fucking annoying. And mind you, I like annoying shit. Listen, listen. I mean. Considering I like all that Omar shit, his some of, or a lot of his solo stuff, which is very annoying. This is more annoying than that. So how yeah, how it, does it make you feel knowing that I spent like a hundred dollars on this record? <laughs> I mean, I think that's stupid, but <laughs> I bought things that you think are stupid, which you're wrong about. Oh, that's so good. yeah, I don't. I mean, if, honestly, if you enjoy it, who gives a fuck? That's, that's all that matters. That's and it's like, and it's the it's the fun of the game. It's finding shit yeah. like this. That's, That's where the fun this, of this, this hobby has taken us now. It's exactly. Like finding things like this. This is not just this is not just music that I enjoy, but this is now a piece of art. I fucking hate art. I think it's stupid. But like now this is a piece of art that I own that that blends with music. That is a piece of history. And like you said, it's fucking like fifty years old. Like it's so old. And it's I like how you say you say you say you hate art, and then not only do you buy this record, but then you also buy this record. And it has Andy Warhol's original picture on the cover, and Andy Warhol's the fucking worst. I, I so mean, I, like, I have I have sticky fingers too. I I think that's fucking badass. That 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 Rolling Stones album with a zipper on it. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. That's just I I, I don't know. I that's like not that Andy I, Warhol though. Luckily, it is. It is. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Maybe I just forgot. I mean, you definitely forgot, but yeah, I, I just don't like. I, I just don't. It's hard for me to talk about Andy Warhol because he's. But so like terrible. you, 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 you agree that that's that's <clears throat> at least cool. That's at least unique. That's something that we don't see from yeah. anybody. Nobody does it. No one's ever really done it. I think. Yeah. No, I think that is cool. I, I do like the idea. He's a pretentious little right. cuck for sure. But like, oh, dude, fucking yeah. red album covers. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two red album <laughs> covers. That's it. <laughs> I'm sure he's done more album covers. I don't know. Those are only two I can think of on the top of my head. Yeah. All right, cool. So Heroin from the Velvet Underground is yeah. your banger. How many times have you spun this since you got it? Uh, three. Oh. I just got it last week. That's that's wild. They texted you the day I got it. Yeah, I was, I was just so I think stoked. you did, yeah. Oh, I think you posted about it on the pod, maybe. I don't know. Or on the Instagram. I posted tonight. But oh, that's what I'm thinking. That's, that's what I'm thinking. You're pretty good at remembering stuff, I know. Dude, clearly, clearly. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so let's move on to my stuff. Um, I got a new record this week, or more like a seven-inch record, single. <laughs> uh, that's all I really got, but I got some records uh, on the way, so I'll be able to talk about more stuff in the coming weeks. But this one comes from the band Brand New, a band we just talked about last week. This is uh, this is a, a standalone single. It wasn't on any of their records. Uh, the song on this single is called Mean. I, I, it's M-E-N-E. So I assume it's it just pronounced it's pronounced mean, but um, oh no, it's actually pronounced mine. That's what that's that's what this is on Wikipedia. <laughs> that's annoying. Mine. Yeah, <laughs> pronounced mine. Wow, that's fucking. I hate that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about pretentious, huh? <laughs> yeah, seriously, fucking Jesse Lacey, that motherfucking asshole. Um, but yeah, like I said, this is a standalone single. It came out in 2015. Or they released it in 2015. Uh, it was originally written during the uh, Devil and God uh, are raging. It was originally written during those sessions, but they felt it was ne- never. It didn't fit on that record or Daisy, so they just kind of held on to it. And then they revisited it uh, while they were starting to write the record science fiction, but then still felt it didn't fit that. So they decided to just release it as a standalone single. And they may actually made a music video for it or just like a compilation of like live stuff and they made it into this song and they played this song live. And I remember when they released this, I was, I thought, I mean, the song is really good. It's short. It's sweet. It has a little bit of the first record mixed with Daisy on it. I think this, this song is killer. It really is. what did you think of it? So like, I didn't like the devil and God are raging inside me. I, I really disliked that album a lot. And Daisy, I, I, I appreciate what they were doing. I respected it, but it wasn't like great for me. This mm. song, this song would like took the best parts of, of all the things that I hate and then took oh, like, no, no, like it took the best parts of Daisy and took the best parts of the, the devil and God are raging. Like they took those best parts and left the shit behind. And then, like you said, kind of like, like mixed it with their early stuff. So the song was really good. And, I thought about buying it. Like I was, I was kind of like, because you said you got it for like seven dollars, right? Yeah, it was six bucks on Amazon just last week. Yeah, because I, I, I came up on my because I was looking through for vinyl on Amazon and it came up on my uh, you know my recommended stuff, and then it was so cheap and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude, I love this song. And then I never heard the B side, so I waited to get the 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 seven inch until I waited to listen to that song so until I got cheap. the seven inch, and the seven inch is. It's good, but it's it's a slow song. It's not it's the complete opposite of this of of Mine as this track is <laughs> called. But it's still good. It's a good B-side, but I think this song is uh it's top I think it's top tier brand new honestly. I really really liked it and I've loved it since it came out. It it's always been on my playlist. Like my my main playlist on Spotify or whatever because I've always thought this song is killer. Just, but I, if it's going to fit I anywhere, it. it's going to fit on Daisy. Wouldn't you agree? But but After I feel like everything it's got like a little punkish vibe to it. That's not like post punk. It's it's more. I don't know. I I I, I did get a solid. Uh, what's their fucking first album's name? Yeah, your favorite weapon. Yeah, it has like that vibe to it. It, it sounds like that, like that kind of energy. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I even say like, <clears throat> had you told me this was between like Deja and Devil and God, that would have even made oh, more you sense place too. It there? Okay. The only reason I say Daisy because I feel like it has the tone of Daisy, like the raw guitars, the screaming, 
that's kind of or not really screaming but like the heavier tone of daisy that's why i feel like it could have fit on that but then it also couldn't because it is more of a punk emo kind of thing like your favorite weapon is which i think is i think it's a great combination had they made a record mixing daisy and your favorite weapon i feel like that could be just an absolute banger of an album yeah i would you know they put out science fiction which was boring science fiction but um (laughs) yeah so here's a little bit of the song mine from uh the brand news song i also wanted to say on on, so the seven inch the artworks i always thought the artwork was really cool and you know when you listen on spotify or wherever you listen to stream music from you always see like a very small thumbnail of the actual album cover or whatever so i always thought it was like the cover of this was a a fish or something like that like a like a drawing of a fish like a prehistoric fish or something but then once, once i actually got it i realized it's a snake it's a it's it's like a drawn head of a snake i had no idea and then the whole packaging of this of this seven inch is really rad like oh yeah you see it's the a snake, snake it, it's a snake head yeah it's just like, a snake head yeah like his mouth because i thought it was a fish too his mouth i thought was like a a coy tail like the bottom yeah. part of the snake's mouth i thought was a coy tail that's what i thought too and then the the top of it i thought it was like the fin and it was like bent like halfway what around, you know what I mean? the top of it then? I think it's just part of like an incomplete drawing of the of the snake. Yeah. But <laughs> but so from so reading about it too, it says that they, they got this image from like the the British public library. Like it's like a it's a free or it's a domain free picture, so they took it so they were able to use it without paying for it or anything like that. It's like a Getty which image. Is pretty, yeah, like a Getty image, exactly. So so with the actual seven inch the cover is like a like a transparent paper 
of the actual cover and then when you reveal the actual jacket of it it's a, it's a it's a hand drawing of the snake's skull of just the skull and it's just it's really cool packaging it's really really neat Damn, so for seven for bucks as, yeah for as cheap as it is and for the quality of these two songs I, it's fucking worth it dude i'm gonna buy it it's really fucking good it. yeah the packaging the music everything and it and it's a clear vinyl it's a clear vinyl seven inch so which is really cool too because you don't see very many colored seven inches um but yeah it's rad good stuff i'm just looking at it right now and yeah <laughs> good stuff but anyway okay, okay. Let's move on to uh, you know it's all I got for the vinyls. You have any, you have anything else? Uh, no, that's it. That's it. That's all. All right. So not a lot has happened music in the music world. Um, there was one song that that was released this week, and it's a theme song, a new theme song for the TV show Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Did you ever watch this show? I never. I watched bits and pieces of it, and I've always thought it was funny. But this mm-hmm. is one show that I've always thought I wanted to go back and watch it now. Because they've always done cool theme songs, like their theme songs have always been in in I don't know in partnership with like bigger name artists and bands. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I don't know. It's cool that Run the Jewels, like like LP and, and Killer Mike, were essentially introduced by a guy from Cartoon Network, like a, a guy that worked on a show in Cartoon Network. So that's um, I don't know. I I, I do want to watch the show. I should go back and watch it. It's I mean I haven't watched it in a few years, but in high school and after high school, man, I. I watched the show so much. It's just so like subtly funny. Some of the stuff is is like really you're laughing out loud, but some of it is just very subtle and clever at points and like absolutely ridiculous in other points. It just seems so like so sarcastic and so drab and so like black comedy. Yeah. I mean, just like all a lot of the adult swim shows of the time, like Tim and Eric, you know, it's, it's not, I mean, it's, it's hilarious, but it, it's just like an awkward, weird, quirky, funny or type of humor. That's what it is. I'm, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I'm going I'm I'm to watch it. I'm going to do it after Brooklyn Nine-Nine and then Home Improvement and then Aquatine Hunger Force. Oh, you're going to watch Home Improvement? Yeah, why not? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. So it's, anybody listening, Home Improvement is my favorite TV show. That and the Three Stooges. Great, greatest shows ever made. So silly. And they just put Home Improvement back onto Hulu after like three or four years. They just put it on. And uh, I restarted it last night. I'm five episodes in. Dude, those first like that. I don't know if it's the first episode or if it's the first couple episodes, but damn, that quality. Ooh. Oh, like the, the video quality? Yeah, it is rough. Yeah. I know. It's still bad. It sucks because I, I was really, really hoping that the reason why they took it off the streaming sites was to put it in HD or, or, or improve the quality, but no, no dude, it's, it's, it got worse. it's not very good. <laughs> and you know what pisses me off, which what makes it even worse. What makes it even fucking worse is that I have all nine seasons on DVD and my DVDs look exponentially better than the streaming has ever looked. That's fucking so stupid. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense why they didn't just rip the DVDs and use that video quality. Because yeah, the video quality—it's a little rough, but it's still—it's still, it's still Trash. fucking funny, man. It's still so funny. Yeah, Tim I'm Allen. Gonna, Tim I'm Allen. Give is it a go, just, baby. I'm gonna give it a go. Tim Allen is is just one of the funniest people ever. He's, he was a his, product of his time. Like he was a perfect person for that time period. But it's not just that; it's his timing. His timing 
is just perfect. He's his sarcasm is so on point. I mean, he's just he's fucking hilarious. He's so damn this? funny. He's so fucking funny. Yeah, some of the storylines are cheesy and and very of its time, of course. He's so underrated. I feel like he's so underrated as a as an entertainer, as a comedian. I really do. All right. He's, he's fantastic. Tim Allen, great. I'm going to report back. All right. Well, I'll this will be my I would have Six to say months. this this watch through that I'm doing right now is probably maybe the twentieth time I've watched <clears throat> Home Improvement. Oh my God, dude, that's, <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> I know, dude. I I mean, like re- realistically though, that's that's not unheard of. I mean, that's the amount of times I watch like Seinfeld, Seinfeld, or, or yeah, other shows that I really love, King of the Hill. Yeah. Oh, I love King of the Hill. I mean, and when you think about it too, they're twenty-two to twenty-four minutes long. They're not super long episodes. Oh yeah. And you don't have and to like like sit there and invest time and like stare at the screen. I can do other things. Yeah, yeah. Ah oh, man, great show, great great show. But yeah, this song was good. I liked it. I I like all things Run the Jewels. Um, it wasn't like, I, it wasn't like blowing my mind or anything. But I think that's because I have no attachment to Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Didn't wasn't remember when they did that Run the Jewels did that concert during the beginning stages of COVID, they, they just played on a live set and it was like a live stream thing. Yeah. Was that put on by Adult Swim? Uh, Yeah. Well, like, I, yeah, I think it was Cartoon Network or whatever it was, but I think that was, yeah. Okay. So then that And it was that all like smoky sense. and like the, the fog everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It was right after RTJ4 came out, maybe like a month after that came out. They That's did cool that live show. stream. Yeah, it was great. It was really cool. But anyway, yeah, go check out the song. It's really good. I'm not going to play it. Just go go check it out. It's on it's on the Spotify. It's on all the streaming shit. So other than that, yeah, I, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else to say or talk Ooh, about? Outro music. <laughs> <laughs> Did you actually hear it fade in? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, do you have anything else? If you have anything else to talk about. I don't. That's it. That's all, kid. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for the main episode because we are getting into Metallica's fourth album and justice for all and we're also going to rank all 11 of their records or 10 of their records plus lulu because we have to why not so thank you all for listening and uh yeah you know give us five stars on spotify apple podcast and that's it that's all